This, this is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General The foremost authority on masculinity, reporting for duty front and center, Command Center Alpha. Humidor 1A, lieutenants, front and center, and I have been off the grid this week. You probably noticed I was not actively tweeting. After the Buffalo Bills decimated the Miami Flippers, and by the way, Private Eric, aren't you a Miami Dolphins fan? Yes, originally from South Florida. How about those Bills? What an absolute magnificent performance. So after being active on Twitter Sunday, I went into Twitter remission. I was off the grid. I was in a clandestine location. Where was I? What was I doing? A full report momentarily. But all I can say is I was at the epicenter of Tennessee whiskey. America's number one selling whiskey, not only in the U.S., but around the world. Long-ash greetings and salutations. A long-ash snappy salute. Semper delictatio. Always pleasure. America's alpha male front and center. Command Center Alpha, and we welcome you to join us today, lieutenants, as we celebrate Cigar Oktoberfest. We had a wonderful month in September celebrating Bourbon Heritage Festival. Capped it off last week with a magnificent tasting of fabulous bourbons and American whiskeys and some rye whiskeys. And immediately thereafter, after my Buffalo Bills decimated the Miami Flippers, I embarked on clandestine maneuvers up to Lynchburg, Tennessee, the home of the Jack Daniel Distillery, the oldest distillery in the working distillery in the United States of America, where I had the pleasure of being greeted with a personal private tour, spending several hours with the master blender, Jeff Arnett, master blender number seven. There have only been seven master blenders in the history of Jack Daniels. And I had the privilege of spending several hours with him selecting a very special barrel that will be available only in the state of Florida at very limited locations. More on that in just a little bit later in the show, but had the wonderful opportunity to experience the history, the magnificence, the intricate way in which Jack Daniels, the number one selling whiskey in the United States and around the world, is manufactured. And one thing I will say is everyone that works at Jack Daniels at the distillery, whether it is the people that are on the line, whether it is the people that work in the visitor center or the tour guides or even the master distiller, Jeff Arnett, their passion is incredible and so is their overwhelming hospitality. So let me tell you about my trip. I had the privilege of of flying up with two wonderful people, Jerry Alexander, who is in charge of Brown Foreman, 
for the state of Florida and Dan O'Connor of Premier Beverage. And we embarked on a wonderful couple of day excursion to Lynchburg, Tennessee. And we first walked in and was greeted at the visitor center. We have a ton of pictures that we will share with you. And it is just as you pull up, it is just an amazing looking visitor center. It just has that historic Tennessee charm, that Southern charm. And you can really feel as you, as you, Get onto the grounds. You can almost feel the spirit of Jack Daniel way back in the late 1800s, mid-1800s, when he started distilling his incredible Tennessee whiskey. And there are Jack Daniel's barrels everywhere. As you walk into the visitor center, there is a very large statue on a large pedestal of Jack Daniel himself. Now, Jack Daniel was not, contrary to popular thought, was not a very tall man. He was five feet two. However, if you take a look at the statue as you walk in the visitor center, he is wearing a size 12 shoe. Why? Because when they put size 4, his real size, the statue started to tip over. So, therefore, they had to make an alteration. But you walk in and you see the incredible big statue, the bust of Jack Daniel, and you know you are at indeed hallowed ground, a special place. So we had the opportunity to be uh, greeted as soon as we walked in by two wonderful people. First, Jeff Arnett, master distiller, number seven, and by Jason Morgan, who served as our tour guide, who's also a certified taster. They have several certified tasters to make sure the consistency of Jack Daniel's remains from batch to batch. And 200 barrels of Jack Daniel's Tennessee whiskey that has been aged in their aging houses are blended together to create that very unique Jack Daniels smooth Tennessee whiskey taste. So we had the opportunity to, first of all, tour the visitor center. We checked out their wonderful gift shop where you can buy all sorts of Jack Daniels products. Interestingly enough, the county in which Lynchburg, Tennessee resides is a dry county. No booze. However, At the Jack Daniels Distillery, you can do tastings, and you can certainly purchase product. They have a special dispensation. So from there, Jason, our wonderful tour guide, started showing us around. And the first place we went to were the incredible aging buildings. And they have about 50 buildings within a three, four-mile radius of the Jack Daniels Distillery. Now, why do they not have all their, their incredible Tennessee whiskey aging in barrels in one building? Very simple. In the event of a natural disaster, a storm, a fire, they want to make sure that their whiskey stash is protected. So from there, we we toured the the barrel house. We, one of about 50 of them, as I mentioned, we've got some very cool pictures. And as we were approaching, as we got off our van, as soon as we stepped off, and we were about 30 feet away from barrel house number 101, the aroma of Jack Daniels was ever present. That sweet, wonderful, incredible aroma just surrounded us. And what was that aroma? That was the angel share. Because during aging, in the heat, in the cool process, when the barrels are are intermingling with the whiskey, creating that incredible oaky taste and the color, during that four-year period, five-year period, you have natural evaporation. You lose a percentage to what they call the angels, the angels share, and that's what we were smelling. So I had a great tour. We saw that, and as you walked in, it was incredible. It was about 80 degrees outside. It's about 60 degrees in that 
aging house. But when you go upstairs, it's far warmer because we all know heat rises. And it is very primitive. It is like a dark cellar in there. There's no fancy conveyor belts. They're all rolled in by hand and rolled out by hand. And there's, as I said, about 50 of those buildings spread out uh, from about a five-mile radius from the Jack Daniel Distillery in Lynchburg. From there, we decided that we were going to go to Miss Mary Bobo's for an incredible Southern-style lunch, Miss Mary Bobo's Boarding House. What an absolutely spectacular lunch. And Miss Emily, who was our wonderful hostess, took us into one of the rooms in the boarding house, and it is family style. We sat at a rectangular table. There were 10 of us, and Miss Emily gave her lovely southern spiel, and on that table was incredible southern fare, fried chicken, beautiful homemade meatloaf, macaroni and cheese, potatoes and butter. There was beans. They had fried okra, and they had something that was absolutely spectacular with a Jack Daniel twist. Baked apples. Baked for four or five hours using maple sugar and butter, as she said. I said, oh, butter. She goes, yes, we use a lot of butter. And then what they do is after four hours when the apples are nice and soft and it's all the, the maple sugar, the, the brown sugar and the butter has all entered into those beautiful apples, they take three quarters of a cup of Jack Daniels and they pour it right on it. And they put it back in the oven for just a few minutes, and then they serve it, and it was out of this world. So much so that yesterday I went out to the supermarket and bought about 15 apples, and I'm going to attempt to recreate and replicate that incredible dish, that apple with Jack dish. Whether I can do it or not, I don't know. But I've been salivating since I left Lynchburg thinking about it. So an incredible lunch at Miss Mary Bobo. And by the way, if you are thinking of going there, you better make reservations months and months in advance. Two sittings a day, 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. It is owned by the distillery, and Miss Mary Bobo was uh, was a owned the boarding house that for many years people stayed. They worked in the distillery, and they stayed there. And you could just feel the history, and we've got some great pictures of the food and the table. And then from there, we decided to head back to the distillery. And Jason took us around, and the first stop we made after getting back to the distillery was to take some pictures with Jeff Arnett, our master distiller, in front of the Jack Daniel statue. I had to do it. I had to, I had to be right next to the two men themselves, Jack Daniel and, of course, Jeff Arnett, master distiller number seven. And then Jason took us, after we went back to the visitor center, we went and took a little walk, and we went to the Rick House. Now, what is a Rick House? Well, one of the keys of making Jack Daniel, or any Tennessee whiskey for that matter, is the Lincoln County process. The Lincoln County process. Bourbon from Kentucky doesn't use the Lincoln County process because that's something native to Tennessee. They take large maple wood slices. They're all stacked up. And what they do is they put them in a big rick house. They pick ricks of, of this maple wood from the maple tree. They put them in large stacks. And then under an EPA-approved rick house hood, they set it afire using 140-proof Jack Daniels. They spray it with Jack. They light it up until all that wood, that maple wood, those ricks of maple, turn into charcoal. They then take that charcoal and they are big lumps and they smash it down into small little pieces. And then they put them in large, about 10 foot wide vats. 
And then the Jack Daniels. After the Jack Daniels comes out of the barrels, it goes through a filtration process whereby the Jack Daniels slowly is released in drips, drip, 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 all day, 24-7, 365, through 10 feet of that maple charcoal. And what it does is it takes out the impurities. It gets rid of some of the corn, the corn oils. Because remember, at least 51% of bourbon or Tennessee whiskey must be made with corn. Usually it's 70-80%. And corn has that oily residue. It gets rid of it. That's why it is ever so smooth. And when we come back, lieutenants, I will continue to tell you about the rest of that beautiful tour and selecting a barrel. With Jeff Arnett, Master Distiller, the process we went through, and how you will be able to enjoy one of the bottles from that incredible barrel. I urge you, if you have ever, if you do travel to Tennessee near Nashville, it's an hour and a half from Nashville, it is so worth it to take the tour of the Jack Daniels Distillery. Absolutely magnificent. When I come back, we'll tell you about the water, the famous limestone water, and why Jack located his distillery right where he did in Lynchburg. And we'll tell you about selecting the barrel. Now, we're not done celebrating. We are just starting celebrating Cigar Oktoberfest. So the entire month, we'll be sampling different beers. And when I come back after litation, I will also break out the first of five beers that I will enjoy today for Cigar Oktoberfest. And by the way, if you are going to tweet or Facebook any messages involving Cigar Oktoberfest, please use the hashtag Cigar Oktoberfest, October with a K, the German method. Hashtag Cigar Oktoberfest. Also, we'll tell you about Sword Stars and Sinatra, big event with some great Jack Daniels and Woodford Reserve, the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest coming up in November. And also, lieutenants, we will deal with a serious matter, what happened out in Oregon several days ago. A 26-year-old goes in on a rampage, a shooting rampage, and injures and murders way too many people. Unacceptable, uncalled for. And they're calling, President Obama says, this is about guns. It's not about guns. This is about something far more prevalent that has been going on to the American male for 50 years. Let's say 40 years, 40 to 50 years. And I will get into that. As always, we welcome you to join us. 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. Email address CigarDave at CigarDave.com. Follow me at Twitter at CigarDaveShow, Facebook.com slash CigarDave. We're... Talking about the Jack Daniels Distillery Tour and selecting a special barrel. We're kicking off Cigar Oktoberfest. Much to get to today. We welcome you to join us. The Monte Cristo Social Club presents Swords, Stars, and Sinatra. An evening celebrating the Monte Cristo 80th anniversary. Hosted by the General Cigar Dave. And featuring Jack Daniels Sinatra Select and other Jack Daniels spirits. All attendees will receive the extremely limited Monte Cristo 80th anniversary cigar, the Monte Cristo Estoque, the Monte Cristo Vintage White Connecticut, and the Monte Cristo Platinum Tampa Edition. Swords, Stars, and Sinatra will be held poolside at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Tampa on Thursday, October 29th from 7 to 10 p.m. There may be trouble ahead. For more details and to purchase tickets, go to CigarDave.com. The story that made the cigar. The cigar that made history. 80 years ago, Monte Cristo began a legacy of crafting only the finest cigars. Now, 
That legacy is honored by the very special, extremely limited edition Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary Cigar. Crafted for the first time, Dominican Pelotico Tobacco. Grown from seeds hand-carried from Cuba by Pepe Mendez. This exclusive cigar is like no other, rolled in a dark and oily Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. The Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary Cigar features a rich, fuller-bodied, and wonderfully complex smoke. Packaged in an elegant handmade box, these exceptional cigars are available now at your local tobacconist. Honor the legacy with the Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes store or the Google Play store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle. Always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. percent USDA certified alpha male with zero trace of wussification. It's the General Cigar, Cigar Dave. Dave. Well, we are getting ready to celebrate Cigar Oktoberfest the entire month of October. I've got five beers that are properly chilling. I will break one of them out right at the bottom of the hour in preparation for litation and libation maneuvers. But let me continue talking about my visit to Jack Daniels Distillery uh, just how incredible it was, because when we, when Jason, our incredible uh, tour guide, and Jeff Arnett toured us around, we went to the spot 
where Jack Daniel decided he was going to build his distillery and why he decided to build his distillery on that land in Lynchburg, Tennessee. And there's actually a statue, an incredible bronze statue of Jack Daniels entitled Jack on the Rocks, sculpted by Alan Lucaire, September 2nd, 2000. And it's a picture of, or it's a statue of Jack Daniels with his foot on a barrel, and behind him lay the water source, the famous cave where Jack Daniel said, this is where I will distill my Tennessee whiskey. Because when you walk towards that cave, you first of all feel the coolness coming from that cave. You see the a little waterfall. You can almost smell that pure limestone filtered water. And the reason that Jack Daniels decided that that's where he was going to build his distillery was because first and foremost, to make great whiskey, it starts with water. You can't have hard water. You can't have water that has too many of the elements. And the natural, the water from that that limestone cave, as it ever flows nice and pure and crystal clean, is the first perfect ingredient. It is the water still used in Jack Daniels today. And they've got a beautiful light that shines on it. Then we went over to Jack Daniels' first office, into the... And I sat at his desk. I sat where it all began. I felt the power. I felt the history in that small little office. And Jack Daniel was only 61 when he passed away. Passed away because of gangrene in his toe. Interesting story about that that we'll share with you on one of our upcoming videos. But then we had the opportunity to select our single barrel and spent almost two hours with master distiller Jeff Arnett And over the next few weeks, I'll tell you about exactly how we went about tasting it and deciding upon it and how each barrel, even though there are three barrels on the same rack towards the upper part of the barrel house, how they all have different nuances. And we'll show you a picture. We'll tweet out and put some pictures at CigarDave.com of the final barrel that I picked out. I have my signature approving it. Jeff did it as well as some tasting notes. And that's going to be available at ABC Fine Wine and uh, and Spirit Stores in the state of Florida. Limited number in the next month or so. We will continue and celebrate Cigar Oktoberfest around the corner. Cheers to Jack. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is the Perdomo Special Craft Series, including Amber, Stout, and Pilsner. These cigars pair beautifully with beers for Cigar Oktoberfest. The Perdomo Special Craft Series Amber has a spicy, sweet Cuban seed sun-grown wrapper and Cuban seed Nicaraguan fillers. It's a medium to full-bodied smoke that pairs exceptionally with an Amber, Pale Ale, Lager, IPA, Oktoberfest, or Double IPA beer. Not a member of the Officers Club? Get premium cigars shipped directly to you every month by signing up today at CigarDave.com. In this difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is gonna be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple capped using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos from the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. 
full of flavor. This cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy and you're going to bootleg. And that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it. I promise you're going to love it. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. The September Officers Club selection consisted of the Alec Bradley Sampler, which included the Alec Bradley Sanctum. Beautiful new cigar, magnificent, a lot of flavor on that stick. The Alec Bradley Tempest Nicaragua. A beautiful 6x60 Magnum cigar, and I've already seen several pictures on Twitter and Facebook of our lieutenants and officers club member enjoying this Tempest Nicaragua by Alec Bradley. And also the new reblended Alec Bradley Max. Now, the Max was one of the original cigar brands of Alec Bradley way back, and they took it off out of production for a while, and they relaunched it at this summer's International Premium Cigar Retailers Convention has been relaunched as an edgy, edgy, very modern, medium-bodied cigar. If you look at this, it just, uh, and I was looking at it right now, it's got a beautiful band. Max is vertical on the band. Actually, kind of, let's see, if if you're holding the cigar straight up, the words Max would be vertical, or the word Max, M-A-X-X. The last X is red. Very nicely done. By the folks at Alec Bradley, Alan Rubin, and Ralph Montero. The wrapper is Nicaraguan. The binder is Costa Rican. And they use the Alec Bradley 4 Country Blend. I know what's in the blend, but they purposely keep one of the ingredients secrets. But a very nice, complex cigar. Actually, I shouldn't say it's not that secret. It's from Honduras, Colombia, and Mexico. And they've got the Costa Rican binder. So there's four Country Blend that is in this max. Nice-looking cigar, and I picked out the size. It comes in, actually, the five different sizes. There is the Culture, the Nano, which is what we have here, which is a 5 by 58 Nice, big, super robusto. Also comes in what they call the Freak, which is 6 and 3 eighths by 60. The Super Freak, 8 and a half by 60, but we're going to use the Fix, the FIXX on the Alec Bradley Max today. And I should also mention that we have a second cigar sitting in microphone position number two. We want to extend our condolences to our uh, one of our producers, uh, Private Brian, on the passing of his mother uh, last week. Uh, all of our thoughts here at the Cigar Dave Show. All of our crew are with him. And we have a cigar in her memory in microphone position number two, symbolizing uh, her passing. So that is a special tribute we will do today during Litation. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. 
Self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine ready for action. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Well, I got the single flame gigantic. This is almost like a blowtorch. In fact, this probably, knowing the wussified nature of America right now, somewhere along the line would say, oh, there should be a warning label on that. That is dangerous. I mean, you could burn someone if they directly stuck the flame right into their face or into their skin. I mean, this is the ridiculousness that we live in today. But I'm going to use it anyway because I am 100% warrior male, alpha warrior male, and I will use it judiciously because I have enough smarts and intelligence and common sense not to stick a hot flame anywhere near my person. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two. One. Here comes the cut. Now, this is a very large ring gauge saw. Well, 58 is still pretty large here, so here we go. Perfect cut. One shot. Now, what we have seen is over the last five years or so, as the ring gauges have gotten larger, so too have the size of the guillotine diameters. At one time, you couldn't get a 58 or 60 ring gauge in there. You certainly can now with many of the brands. So let me gently toast the foot of this Alec Bradley Max. And if you are lucky enough to be a member of the Officers Club, then you received this beautiful cigar along with the Alec Bradley Tempest Nicaragua, which is another beauty of a cigar, and the Alec Bradley Sanctum. New cigar released oh, early in the summer. And I will finish toasting the wrapper. Now the binder. Just listen to that flame flying off. Again, the flame does not go right into the... It never touches the cigar itself. It's the heat that causes combustion. I've properly toasted. Now I shall puff and rotate. Mmm. Great draw. Great taste. Mmm. Wow. A little spice right on the palate. Just jumps off. Mmm. Tastes a lot. I like this. Because, mmm. At 58 sixty-fourths of an inch, it's damn close to an inch in diameter, just a hair short. Now let me blow on the foot of the cigar one more time. Perfect even amber glow. My cigar is now properly lit. And now, lieutenants, I need something to accompany and wash down the wonderful flavor of this Alec Bradley Max without any further delay. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Well, I'm going Americana old school, lieutenants. I'm going with a brand that's not a craft beer it's a mass market beer a good old-fashioned bud light by anheuser-busch now anheuser-busch the largest brewing company in the united states about 50 almost a 50 percent market share between all of their different brands bud budweiser bud light michelob natural light you name it and they've also gotten into the craft beer business they're buying craft beer brewers as well but this is good old-fashioned Bud Light. And as I open this up, this was introduced in 1982. It is now Budweiser's flagship beer. Let me get this right. I'm going to open this bad boy if I can get this opener to work. This is not a great opener. Oh, here it is. Okay, here we go. Bingo. One more shot. i got to get a better opener. There we go. I've got that. I will say cheers, but I'm going to put it in a glass. I do not drink my beer out of a bottle, lieutenants. Sorry. 
And if you go to a party or you go to a formal affair and this general ever catches you drinking beer out of a bottle, you have automatically been demoted and are subject to court-martial. Because true alphas do not drink beer out of a bottle at fine events. And I cannot stand when I see women drinking beer out of a bottle at weddings or bar mitzvahs. I've never seen that happen at bar mitzvahs. But at weddings or at formal functions or at formal receptions, don't do it. Get a nice chilled glass. Now, this is, as I mentioned, Bud Light. It is Budweiser's flagship light beer introduced in 1982. 110 calories per 12 fluid ounces. Very big seller. And the alcohol by volume in this is 4.2%. So it's just a little bit lower than regular Budweiser. But it is a lager. And a lager is certainly a milder form of beer. You have your lagers, your ales. And in just a little bit, we'll get into the specifics of beer. And we'll get into Oktoberfest. But let me swirl this around. Nice head on it. I will say, well, that didn't sound good. Let me do this one. Cheers. Very clean, not very hoppy, just a standard good old-fashioned lager. And the reason I selected Bud Light is because I've got four other beers. We've got a Guinness Blonde American Lager Number 1, relatively new offering. We've got the Samuel Adams Oktoberfest, nice hearty beer. We've got some Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale. I figured since I was not in Kentucky, I was in Tennessee, but they use their uh, their barrels to make to, to age the whiskey. Figured... It's a good compliment as we start Oktoberfest. And then from Sweetwater, the Waterkeeper Hofweissen Ale, which is a very nice, pleasant German-style ale. And even though it's an ale, it's got a little bit more flavor than a lager, a little bit more sass, if you will, on the palate. It's still very, very pleasant. Again, this is a very light golden straw color, not overly full-flavored. Take another sip. Mm. Nice nose is very pleasant. You can't go wrong. Now, look, a lot of people basically malign Bud Light and say, ah, it's like water, I'm a craft beer guru. Bud Light is still a very fine beer. It's consistent, it's tasty, and if you don't have anything else and you're thirsty in the summer, there's nothing wrong with a Bud Light. Some people get to be too snobby when it comes to libations. It's what you enjoy. And they sell a ton of it, so it still must be a very fine product, which it is, so much so that I'm going to take another sip. This is the third sip. Outstanding. Now, let me briefly get into Oktoberfest. We're celebrating Cigar Oktoberfest, and for the entire month of October, we ask you that in your social media postings, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever the case may be, use the hashtag Cigar Oktoberfest with a K. Oktoberfest with a K. It is the world's largest Volksfest. Not a Volkswagenfest, a Volksfest, which is a beer festival and traveling funfair held annually in München, Bavaria, Germany, Deutschland. A 16-day folk festival running from mid or late September until the first weekend in October. Now, my question is this. Why don't they call it Septemberfest? If it's going to run mostly in September, they should call it Septemberfest. That's why, even though technically Oktoberfest runs from mid-September until first weekend of October... We're going to celebrate it the entire month of October here on the Cigar Dave Show. More than 6 million people from around the world attend the event every year. It is locally referred to as the Wiesen, after the name of the fairgrounds, the Theresen Wies themselves. And the Oktoberfest is an important part of Bavarian culture. It has been held since 1810, specifically when 
Crown Prince Ludwig, who later became King Ludwig I, was married to Princess Therese of Saxe-Hildeburghausen on October 12, 1810. The citizens of München were invited to attend the festivities held on the fields in front of the city gates to celebrate the royal event. The fields were named Theresienwies, which is Theresa's Meadow, in honor of the crown princess. It has kept the name ever since. And thus, we have large quantities of beer that is consumed, are consumed every year at Oktoberfest in München. Almost 8 million liters served during the 16-day festival. Visitors also enjoy attractions. It's kind of like the fair. It's like the German fair, if you will, like in Iowa and in Florida and New York State and in Illinois and states around the country. They have their big state fair. This is the equivalent of a state fair, if you will but just far bigger. And in addition to amusement rides and games, they have many traditional German food offerings, such as Händel, which is roast chicken, Schweinbraten, which is... See, I've got to say it the way Germans say it. They don't say Schweinbraten. Schweinbraten! Everything they're talking, it's a very guttural-sounding language, so every time they say something, it sounds like, geez, the earth is going to move. I will have some Schweinbraten, which is roast pork, Schweinhocks, which are grilled ham hocks. Steckelfisch, grilled fish on a stick. Würstel, which are sausages along with brezen, pretzels, knödel, potato or bread dumplings. Kespatzel, which are cheese noodles. Reiberdachi, potato pan... Oh, potato pancakes. I could go for some Reiberdachi right about now. Some Schauerkraut. Or Blackkraut, which are red cabbage, along with Bavarian de- delicacies such as Obatsta, which is spicy cheese butter spread, and Weiburst, a white sausage. So it is celebrated each and every year in München, Bavaria, and it revolves primarily around beer. And when we come back, lieutenants, we will talk s- just for a few minutes about beer. I will taste the next up sample in today's i've got five different beer tastings that i'll enjoy and i will uh, talk about that oregon shooter i want to talk about a number of other items that we must get to today that revolve around the wussification of the american lad the american boy the american male and it is now a war on american males and we are going to fight back this cannot stand it's not guns it is how these kids these boys are being treated are being raised, the culture that they are in. And I'm not talking about hip-hop culture. I'm not talking about specific things with social media, and I'm not talking about video games. No, I'm talking about how the feminization of America and the feminization of American boys and the political correctness has doomed American boys, so much so that they don't know how to grow up and they don't know how to act. And we will get into that. Of course, your calls at 877-DAVE-007. Two big events coming up in the next six weeks. First up, it is Swords, Stars, and Sinatra celebrating the 80th anniversary of Monte Cristo. Both events being held in the Cigar City of Tampa. Both events at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Poolside right here, just a few minutes east of downtown Tampa. First up, Sword Stars and Sinatra, Thursday, October 29th, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. You will enjoy an evening of fabulous Monte Cristo cigars, including the Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary Cigar. This will be the only public event 
which the Monte Cristo 80th will be handed out. It's a $24, very limited cigar, only 50000 made. You'll also enjoy a Monte Cristo Estoque, a Monte Cristo White Vintage Connecticut, and a, micro, a micro, Monte Cristo Platinum. You will also enjoy incredible delicacies that I have chosen, ex, uh, starting with past hors d'oeuvres, scrumptious hors d'oeuvres, a pasta station. Make your own pasta. A carving station with ample amounts of incredible meat products and dead animals that Chef Bill is concocting. We will have a dessert station. You will get two complimentary drinks, soda, water, unlimited. You'll also receive spirits tasting of six elegant spirits, including the Jack Daniels Sinatra Select. Good luck trying to find a tasting that features that because that's limited at $350 a bottle. Good luck with that. But we have it all. It's a great evening. It is an evening of Swords, Stars, and Sinatra, hosted by yours truly. That is Thursday, October 29th, 7 to 10 p.m. Tickets $100. Go to CigarDave.com. That's going to be very limited. When it is sold out, it is sold out. And when we come back, we'll tell you about the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest, Saturday, November 21st. We have got a very busy autumn season, and we're starting with Cigar Oktoberfest. The 2015 Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock is Saturday, November 21st at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Tampa. The Alpha Male Good Life Maneuvers are presented by Davidoff and distilled by Jack Daniels. Your VIP tickets to the Alpha Pleasure Fest include Davidoff Cigars, Jack Daniels Libations, a scrumptious buffet fit for an Alpha Male, a special gift from Cigar Dave, and so much more. Tickets are on sale now at CigarDave.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. In the fertile fields of the Connecticut River Valley, there is still one cigar brand who grows their own Connecticut shade wrappers, Monte Cristo. Prized for its unique silky texture, this exquisite tobacco has now been used to craft a cigar worthy of its name, the Monte Cristo White Vintage Connecticut. Building on the legacy of the beloved Monte Cristo White Series, this excellent medium to full-bodied cigar is rich, flavorful, and complex. Crafted with only the finest vintage 2008 wrapper leaves, the Monte Cristo White Vintage Connecticut Cigar has subtle notes of spices, vanilla, and hazelnuts. Packaged in a gorgeous handcrafted box, these exceptional cigars are available now at your local tobacconist. Pick up a Monte Cristo White Vintage today and experience the spirit of the valley. Surgeon General Warning. 
Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. The General has determined that enemies of pleasure are hazardous to your happiness. For your protection and sanity, they've been vaporized. Well, celebrating Cigar Oktoberfest the entire month, I started off with the Bud Light. But let's talk briefly about beer here so we can fully get into enjoying Cigar Oktoberfest. Beer amongst the oldest of fermented beverages in the world. In fact, it is considered to be the oldest of fermented beverages. It is an alcoholic beverage produced by the sacrification of starch and fermentation of the resulting sugar. And the starch and sacrification enzymes are often derived from malted cereal grains, most commonly malted barley and malted wheat. Most beer is flavored with hops, which acts first as a natural preservative, but also adds some bitterness. The preparation of beer, very simply, is called brewing. It is the world's most widely consumed alcoholic beverage, the third most popular drink after water and tea. And the strength of beer is usually 4 to 6% alcohol by volume, although beer can be much lower than that, and it can go up to 20%. And beer dates back to the Neolithic, or 9500 B.C. era, when cereal was first farmed and is recorded in the written history of ancient Iraq and ancient Egypt. The earliest known chemical evidence of barley beer dates back to circa uh, 3100 to 3500 B.C. in the mountains of western Iran. And then beer spread throughout Europe by Germanic and Celtic tribes as far back as 3000 B.C. And in 1516... William IV, the Duke of Bavaria, adopted the Reinheitsgebot, which is the purity law, perhaps the oldest food quality regulation still in use in the 21st century, and it specifies the only allowed ingredients of beer to be water, hops, and barley malt. More than almost 40 billion gallons per year of beer are sold. Global revenues over 300 billion dollars. Now there are several types of, more than several, there's multiple types of different beer. Now I talked about the lager. The lager is probably amongst the more popular, most popular, and lager is the English name for cool fermenting beers of Central Europe origin. Pale lagers, the most commonly consumed beer in the world, the Bud Light that I enjoyed to start off Cigar Oktoberfest, is a pale lager. And lager comes from the German word lagern, or to store, as brewers around Bavaria stored beer in cool cellars and caves during the warm summer months. And the brewers noticed that the beers continue to ferment, and that is a bottom-fermenting yeast lager, whereas ale, a top-fermenting yeast, 
which has a little bit fuller flavor. Ales predominantly use a pale malt, certainly more flavorful, more rich, and takes less time to ferment. So we will specify lagers and ales to start, but there's lambics, there's stouts. We will get into a whole bunch of different types of beers as we celebrate Cigar Oktoberfest the entire month. Don't forget, hashtag Cigar Oktoberfest, Oktoberfest with a K. When we come back, lieutenants, I will tell you about the brand new Guinness Blonde. Then I'll enjoy the Samuel Adams Oktoberfest. I'll get into a Kentucky bourbon barrel ale, and I will wrap up the fifth beer today, the Sweetwater Hafweizen. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show is next. We invite you to stay with us. This, this is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida. U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Celebrating Cigar Oktoberfest with two of my favorite items, cigars, and the libation of beer. Good old-fashioned brewski. Nothing complicated about it, just very pleasant. Started off with the Bud Light to get the 2015 Cigar Oktoberfest underway. And in just a few moments, I will break out a very special new Guinness Guinness Blonde American Ale Numero Uno, number one. A collaboration between Guinness in the UK and Guinness in the US of A. We will get to that, tell you about a brand new, well, it's not that new from Arturo Fuente's cigar, but you're going to be the first uh, to be able to enjoy this beside Carlos Fuente Sr. And I want to finish a quick story about Jack Daniels, about how I selected my single barrel. And much more coming your way. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show begins right now. Welcome back, Lieutenant Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure. Command Center Alpha 877-DAVE-007-877-328-3007. And don't forget, follow me on social media. Go to CigarDave.com. You can follow me at Twitter, at Facebook, Instagram. If there's a social media outlet, then we are on it. You can find us there. Now, let me just finish up here. Because this hour, I want to wrap up talking about my trip to Lynchburg, Tennessee, the Jack Daniel Distillery. I do want to tell you about a new, well, not a new cigar. It's a private blend that is now going to be made public by Arturo Fuente. And then we need to get just a little bit on the serious side. I want to talk about that uh, Umpqua Community College gunman, Chris Harper Mercer. Because I have my two cents on that, more than two cents on that, I can tell you. And it's been festering, it's been building, and it has nothing to do with guns. Contrary to what President Obama had to say a couple of days ago, this has nothing to do with guns. So let me finish up with Jack Daniels first. As I mentioned, I was off the grid. I was in Lynchburg, Tennessee several days earlier this week, kept it very classified on a need-to-know basis. And I had the privilege of spending a couple of days up at the distillery 
And Jeff Arnett, Master Distiller number 7, was one of my hosts throughout the day, and we had the opportunity to select a barrel. And when somebody comes to select a barrel, they raise a special flag that has the Jack Daniels Single Barrel Select Tennessee Whiskey flag, and they lower the flag, and they let you take a picture with the flag, and that's exactly what I did before commencing single barrel tasting maneuvers. So the opportunity to spend two hours with master distiller Jeff Arnett was incredible. Jeff is a a very interesting gentleman. He has been in the food industry for many years. His start was as a coffee taster and blender down in New Orleans, which was very interesting. And we got talking about that and the similarities between cigars, between coffee, and between whiskey. They all start as natural products. They start from the ground. Whether it is cigar tobaccos, whether it is coffee beans that are grown on trees, which is actually a plant. They're not the bean. It becomes the bean, but they're actually they called a, a coffee cherry. Cherry, then it is roasted, becomes the bean, dried, and then becomes roasted and becomes a, a bean. And then when you think about whiskey, the number one ingredient in American whiskey and bourbon whiskey, by law, has to be corn, 51%. And Jack Daniels is higher than that. It's almost 80% corn. So when you think about the products we consume, whether it is a libation, whether it's a cigar, all comes from Mother Nature. So we talked about that, and then he gave me a little primer on the single barrel. Now, when Jack Daniels blends their famous Jack Daniels number 7, They take 200 barrels from various parts of the barrel aging buildings, the storage warehouses, and there are different temperatures. Temperature, coolness, heat has different effects. For example, the the barrels that are towards the bottom tend to be a little milder, not as oaky, not as dark. Why? Because less heat interacts with the barrel, and when you have less heat, You don't have the intense flavors that are imparting into the whiskey. You go up to the very top of the the barrel storage building, the aging building, and you will have far more intense flavors. You'll have more intense colors. And so what they do is they take 200 of those barrels from different parts. They have their formula, and they blend them together to create that signature Jack Daniels number 7 Tennessee whiskey. But when it comes to single barrel, They only use the barrels towards the top of the building. Why? Because it gives a much more intense flavor. Darker flavor, darker color into the whiskey, more intense flavors. And as Jeff explained, the only there's really not a lot of different flavors that you can discern. One of the things is saltiness, sourness, bitterness, sweetness, warmth. And every part of a whiskey, when you take it, when you taste it, Every different whiskey will have an effect on different areas in your mouth. The front of the tongue, the mid-tongue, the back of the tongue, going down the throat, the warmth, the very, very back where you get a little bit of tanginess or bitterness, or not bitterness, but warmth, tanginess, a little bit of spiciness. So he went through talking about that. Then he talked about how each different barrel, you can have three barrels all next to each other side by side, but they will all be different because... The way that the barrel is, first of all, toasted, and Jack Daniels uses a special process where they toast the barrel first. They heat the staves of the barrel. And the barrel is all made by hand. There are no machines involved. 
So they toast the staves first, which imparts a unique taste to it. And then they take a they take a little uh, like a flamethrower. They basically take uh, a blowtorch and they char the staves, the interior staves of the barrel. But because there is human element, it's not a uniform process. The person who chars those barrels, you could spend an extra one and a half seconds in a certain area, and that's going to have a different effect on the taste of the whiskey. It is that human element. So he went on to talk about and tell me how that they always like to pick in the barrel. What they do is they take on the top row, top two rows, they will pick one from, let's say, the left, one from the middle, and one from the side. And you will taste three of those. And they will all have different flavor nuances. So even though you pick a single barrel, they're all going to taste slightly different. Every Jack Daniel single barrel select will be slightly different in flavor. And so then we went on talking about, we had our tasting notes, and we sat down and we talked about the different, different flavors, the different tastes, and what to look for. So we tried three different barrel. Barrel number 4592, barrel number 4880, and barrel number 4882. So they're all on the top. So 4592 was towards the left, 4880 towards the right, and 4882 just a couple of barrels down. But what was incredible was the intensity of different flavors, the change of taste on the palate. Now, barrel number 4592, the first barrel that I tasted, had more spice towards the back of the palate. It had a tanginess, and there was a, in the mid-mouth, there was a very unique feel, unique taste. And as he said, just taste it first. Just taste it and go back to it. Sniff it, taste it, then we can come back and take notes. And then 4880, the middle one, to me, was just nice notes of citrus. It was very smooth. There's not a lot of overpowering warmth, not a lot of overpowering tanginess. And then barrel number 4882, to me, was very peppery, very rye. Had a lot of that rye. I could taste that rye, that tanginess. A little bit uh, too stout, if you will, towards the back of the palate. So after multiple tastings and going back and forth and sniffing and letting our palate rest, I selected on barrel number 4880. And when we were done with that, Jeff and I talked about a little bit further about the notes and the tasting uh, history on that. And it was just uh, a very unique experience. And then after that, I was inducted as officially as a Tennessee Squire. I am a landholder now on the Jack Daniels Distillery. And our host, the person who is in charge of the Squire's room, there's a private Squire's lounge for Tennessee Squires, Randy Goose Baxter. Got some pictures with Goose he was very, very kind, and he said, General, this is your home. When you come up to Jack Daniel Distillery, this is your home. And I said, I'm going to send up a humidor with some great cigars so that those that are enjoying the, the, the relaxation and the camaraderie and fellowship in the Squire's Room will be able to enjoy some cigars as well. Now, I also had the opportunity to look at the tasting notes. And we've got some pictures of this. Jeff Arnett signed, the master distiller signed the bottle. And he said on the side of the bottle, when we compared tasting notes, a car caramel entry, clean taste, soft oak finish, sweet complexity. So that is my barrel, number 4880. And that particular barrel will be the barrel that I will enjoy 
and you will enjoy, available at ABC Fine Wine and Spirits in early to mid-November. It's being barreled up in the next week or so, be shipped down to Florida. There will be about 30 or 35 ABC Fine Wine and Spirits locations in the state of Florida that you will be able to purchase a bottle of this. And when I tell you that I selected it specifically for certified alpha males, it says so right on the bottle, by yours truly, you will know that I chose it because I believe it will go great with, with fantastic cigars. It will be a perfect pairing. It won't overwhelm your cigar. It will be very complimentary, even if you smoke a mild Connecticut or a full-flavored, rich Nicaraguan or whatever the case may be. You will find it will be extremely pleasant. So, lieutenants, it was a wonderful experience, and I can tell you that having the opportunity to spend time with a master distiller and see the passion that people had at the distillery was uh, great to be around. And I hope that if your travels take you to Nashville or to Tennessee, take the drive. Go to Miss Mary Bobo's for lunch. I guarantee you, you will enjoy it. You will thank me. Now, before we go, lieutenants, let me open up. I'll tell you what. Let me open up our next Incredible libation here, and this is an interesting story here. I got to get a better opener. This is a one of these overly fancy openers. I got to get just the regular, good old fashioned, like forty nine cent openers. Here we go. I'm going to open this up. Now, this is the Guinness Blonde American Lager Number One. Very interesting story with this particular beer. Relatively new. It is the first fusion beer in the new Guinness Discovery series, combining the best European brewing techniques with the finest American hops. It is brewed in collaboration between the Guinness Master Brewers in Dublin and the U.S. Master Brewer counterpart at the Latrobe Brewery in Pennsylvania, which Guinness now owns. So they wanted to create an American style using American hops. It is a crisp, light, flavorful beer, characteristic of the 1930s American pale-style lager. A little bit more hoppiness, some citrus. It has an IBU rating, International Bitterness Units, of 21. So it's not going to be overly, overly... Bitter, but just right enough. Let me say cheers. Mmm, very floral on the nose. Mmm. Definitely a, a on the richer side of lager. It is not like the Bud Light. A little more hoppy. Not a lot of IBUs. Not overly bitter, but just enough. Nice citrus notes. Take another taste. Mmm. This is nice. A little bit of that European Guinness flavor with some American hops and uh, creating a nice American lager. The Guinness Blonde American Lager, number one, very pleasant. Lieutenants, when we come back, we need to get a little bit more serious here. 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. We welcome you to join us as we celebrate Hashtag Cigar Oktoberfest. The Monte Cristo Social Club presents Swords, Stars, and Sinatra. An evening celebrating the Monte Cristo 80th anniversary. Hosted by the General Cigar Dave. And featuring Jack Daniels Sinatra Select and other Jack Daniels spirits. All attendees will receive the extremely limited Monte Cristo 80th Anniversary Cigar, the Monte Cristo Estoque, the Monte Cristo Vintage White Connecticut, and the Monte Cristo Platinum Tampa Edition. Swords, Stars, and Sinatra will be held poolside at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Tampa on Thursday, October 29th from 7 to 10 p.m. There may be trouble ahead. For more details and to purchase tickets, go to CigarDave.com.
conversation with Rocky Patel about the vintages. The vintages. I sought out to find some of the oldest, rarest rappers in the world. The 1990, 92, and 99 vintages are very special. You got three different rappers on three great cigars. The 90 is a 12-year-old broadleaf wrapper. The 92 is a 10-year-old Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. And the 1999 is a gorgeous golden 7-year-old Connecticut wrapper. Three beautiful mild to medium-bodied cigars. Tons of flavor, yet elegant and well-balanced. Great fermentation on tobacco. You're going to love it. The beauty about the vintages is that they draw great, they burn perfectly, and you can smoke them down to the last inch. You can't go wrong with any vintage. Every cigar, from the beginner to the aficionado, great masterpieces for your humidor. I hope you love it. I'm Rocky Patel, and I promise you nobody works harder to make a better cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Hey, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no. It's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up the Banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo-jumbo. And the Banker is a new cigar made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given as unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog dressed as pinup models. It sounds like you need a new banker. Only if you're talking about the cigar. Purchase the banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today and look for ways you can crack the code to the vault of the banker by H. Upman. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Beer. 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 Everybody. Beer. Eisenhower, MacArthur, Schwarzkopf, and Cigar Dave, all great American generals. Jerry Garlick in the touch the from beer. the Western New York Theater of Operations. Little ice beer polka music beer going on as we celebrate Cigar Oktoberfest. Also should All mention that I had the uh, wonderful opportunity to meet Lieutenant Rick, one of our loyal lieutenants in the, uh, in the Tennessee Theater of Operations. He and his wife Sandy came by 
And I uh, got a great picture with him. Lieutenant Rick, a diehard Jack Daniel. Not as a Tennessee Squire, diehard. In fact, on his right shoulder, he's got the Jack Daniels number seven tattoo that is right on his shoulder. Talk about an absolute diehard. And I uh, had the lovely opportunity to chat with he and his wife for uh, for a number of minutes as he uh, swung by. And it was uh, great to see him. We'll tweet out some pictures of Lieutenant Rick and his wife. And I want to thank him for stopping by. That was very enjoyable. Uh, lieutenants, before I get to the serious stuff here at the bottom of the hour, let's uh, take some calls here. Say hello to Bruce, front and center in the Cigar City of Tampa. You are on the Cigar Dave Show. Long asses, General. Back at you. Oh, thank you for your time. I'm lo- loving the show today. Thank you, sir. Uh, I had a quick question on um, hand-rolled, uh, not really branded uh, cigars. Um, uh, still kind of new to us, uh, smoking cigars a couple years now. And uh, with the, the name brands, you know, you can go to different websites and see reviews. But what, what exactly do you look for, uh, you know, here being near near Ybor City, uh, I like picking up the hand-rolled. What, what would you look for uh, to tell kind of what's good and what should pass on? The first thing always is look at the construction. Does the cigar look like it's well-made? Is the wrapper leaf very veiny? Does it look like it's coming apart? That's the first thing. The first thing is visual. Look at the cigar. Uh, the second thing is, you know, always buy from reputable cigar retailers. Uh, and there are some very, very nice what we call Buckeye manufacturers in the cigar city of tampa and ebor that uh, you can go right across from the columbia there's a great place that you can get some great cigars they hand roll them right in front of you but the thing with cigars is pick one up light it smoke it take your time enjoy it that's the great thing about being in the hobby of cigars is that you will never run out of cigars to sample to try the flavors will be different You'll always be excited to try something new, and then you will gravitate towards a cigar that you find to be very enjoyable. So that's what I would recommend is go to some cigar retailers, pick up some cigars, go to these Buckeyes, listen to the Cigar Dave show. That's the best recommendation that I can make is just buy cigars and light them up, and you are the sole determinant whether a cigar is good or not. Don't listen to magazine reviews. Don't listen to what people say that it tastes like sugar, it tastes like butter, it tastes like marmalade. Smoke the cigar and enjoy it, and you be the judge. And, Bruce, I'm going to send you out the September Officers Club selection, which is the Alec Bradley sampler. It includes the Alec Bradley Max that I'm enjoying today, the Alec Bradley Sanctum, and the new Alec Bradley Tempest Nicaragua. Some nice different flavor profiles I know you'll enjoy. Bruce, they're coming your way. And don't forget to come to Swords, Stars, and Sinatra on Saturday, or correction, Thursday, October 29th. Then we've got the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at the Hard Rock, Saturday, November 21st. All the details, CigarDave.com. The October selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is the Perdomo Special Craft Series, including Amber, Stout, and Pilsner that pair beautifully with beers for Cigar Oktoberfest. The Perdomo Special Craft Series Stout has a dark, oily Cuban seed Nicaraguan Maduro wrapper and Nicaraguan binders and fillers. The Maduro is a medium to full-bodied cigar that pairs with your favorite stout, porter, brown ale, bock, dunkel, or imperial stout. It's easy to join the Officers Club to have these cigars shipped directly to you. Just log on to CigarDave.com. Hi. 
Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm gonna go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I gotta tell you, it's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree. But guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877 328 a wussified beta male departing as a certified alpha male cigar dave mission accomplished well we still have some wussified betas that we need to discuss and we will do that in just a few minutes but first i'm going to open up beer number three today this is the samuel adams oktoberfest a hearty and smooth lager deep malt complexity roasty sweetness this comes from Boston Brewing, which is Samuel Adams. And it is a bottom-fermenting lager. It is a deep red amber in color, 5.3% alcohol by volume, 16 IBUs, or international bitter units. And they use the Samuel Adams Turo Pale Malt Blend, the Munich 10, the Samuel Adams Oktoberfest Malt, and the Caramel 60. So this has a, it's, it's a, a classic-style lager, a lot of flavor, some caramel taste to it. We'll open it right up, and we will go to town on it. Ah, very nice. Outstanding. Now, as I look at this, this is a very deep amber-colored lager. You don't think lagers are going to be deep. This is almost reddish in color. Nice head on it. Mm, I can taste the toastiness right on the on the nose. Let me say Cheers. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That definitely has a, uh, a lot of deep flavors, a lot of roastiness, uh, roasted malt on the on the palate. Not a lot of bitterness to it, not very hoppy, just enough to give it a little bit of a tang, but certainly a heartier beer. Not what I'd consider a normal Oktoberfest, but nonetheless, very, very pleasant. Take a nice, goes perfectly with my Alec Bradley Max, which I'm thoroughly enjoying. Mm. 
Outstanding. As I do that, let's say hello to Dennis up in the Western New York Theater of Operations, listening on 930 WBEN. Dennis, you are up. Long Ashes General. Back at you. Greetings from the Lumber City. I'm sure you're familiar with it. That would be Tonawanda. That would be North Tonawanda. North Tonawanda. Well, close enough. Close enough. Hey, listen, I've I've got a question for you. uh, I'm a novice smoker. I haven't been smoking very long. My my favorite is the acid toast or the acid blondies. Now, last night, I tried smoking a Sancho Panza. Yep. And to me, it, it drew very hard. And I've, I've had cigars before that draw very – it's difficult to draw. Am I lighting them wrong? Am I doing something wrong? Or well, tell me about the cut. How are you cutting the, the cigar? I use a guillotine. Okay. And how much are you taking off? As little as possible. Okay. You – you can take Just little as possible, but remember, you have to expose enough of the filler leaves to allow that air to pass through. So here's what I suggest. Take a little bit, and if the draw is still hard, then you need to take a little bit more. You should really use a guillotine. You should cut right above the shoulders. The, sol- uh, the shoulder on the head of the cigar is right where the curvature begins, where the okay. cigar type uh, starts to curve upward. That's where you want to, just by that curve is where you want to cut. So I get that you don't want to take too much, but you can take too little. So it's not the cigar, because remember, most every cigar today is draw tested before the cap is put on. And I've seen this where I see people do like they'll put one or two little pinpricks in the the head of the cigar and they'll say, oh, it's got a tough draw. And my answer to them is you need to expose more of the leaves. It's simple physics. The air can't draw through. So that's what I would suggest. That Sancho Panza's Honduran Cigars. That was that came out from General Cigar. That was a very nice cigar. Really not very popular today, but it's a very good cigar. The acids by Drew Estate, you know, fantastic. It can never go wrong. And here's what I suggest to you, Dennis. Mark this date down in 2016. Because this is going to be the date of the 2016 Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water at the Buffalo Launch Club. We already have the date. Earliest we have ever had the date. It will be Saturday, August 13th, 2016. And that is right will, across the I South Grand Island Bridge I, from you. I just missed the, the event you had at the Seneca Niagara Casino this past year. No, I did not do an event at the Seneca Niagara Casino. Didn't do any event. We, we, I did. The only event we did was the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest at The Rock. There was no other Cigar Dave events in Buffalo. That is our big one. So mark that down. That is an incredible day. We sold it out this year. Tickets are going to go on. We're going to get the tickets on sale early. I think we we started selling in May 1st, but we had a lot of people that said, General, will you open it up even earlier because I missed it. So we may open the ticket sales up probably around uh, mid-April. So be on the lookout for that. 13th. Saturday, August 13th, 2016, Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water at the Buffalo Launch Club. Date is already set, and we are ready to go. You'll be on my calendar, brother. Thank you for your time. All right, Dennis, here's what I'm going to do for you. Let me send you out some cigars that I think you will enjoy if you like that Sancho Panza. Rocky Patel was the uh, sponsor of our Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest this past August. He probably will be again next August, and he launched the Rocky Patel 20th Anniversary Cigar. The uh-huh. Buffalo Lieutenants were the first in the country, in the world, to get that. I'm going to send you some of those. They're very nice. You like the Sancho Panza? You will love the Rocky Patel 20th anniversary. They are coming your way. All right, Lieutenants, let me get to some. Oh, first of all, before I do that, just received a uh, an email from Lieutenant Dennis in the Dallas Theater of Operations asking, is this year's Pleasure Fest an all-ages show? My son is 16 and I are avid listeners. We want to fly down from Dallas. Well, 
Dennis, we would love to have you and your son. No problem. You, he can attend. You can attend. The only thing is he will not be allowed to sample the adult libations, and he will not be able to get the cigars. But what we will do is when you check in, we will give you the special goodie bag, the Cigar Dave embroidered bag that will contain the Davidoff cigars and Avo cigars and a bottle of the Woodford Reserve and some other goodies. We'll give both of those bags to you. He won't be able to sample the libations and he won't be able to have the cigars, but you will. And I know we'll enjoy the food and he'll have a great time. So we would love to see you and your son absolutely come on down. We'll have a magnificent time. So hopefully that answers your question. Lieutenants, let's get to something a little more serious here. A little... Little lugubrious situ- a big lugubrious situation that occurred this week in, uh, in Oregon. On Thursday at Umpqua Community College, 26-year-old Christopher Harper Mercer went on a killing spree. By now you know the news, you've watched the news. Our lieutenants are very, are very up on current events and news. It's not like the wussified betas that have no clue what's going on. Now... President Obama and, of course, all the people for gun control came right out and said, this is about guns, this is the problem with, with the, this nation, guns are too available, baloney. It's nothing to do with guns. When I was growing up, late 60s, early 70s, we watched cartoons where there were cartoon characters that used guns. In fact, I remember, uh, what was it, Roadrunner dropped big iron mallets. You know, those big, gigantic, big anvils on Wiley Coyote. Now, we didn't go off the top of buildings and start dropping those uh, big anvils on everyone. We didn't go out and start getting guns and shooting everyone. We played cops and robbers. We were boys. We wrestled. And we, we played games that, you know, there was tackling football or hockey. We were boys, boys being boys. We had our energy, and we got it out in creative ways. And we weren't told from the very time we were out of the incubator that we were superb, we're perfect, we're wonderful. You're entitled to everything. We weren't told that. We were disciplined. We were taught that sometimes life is tough, and you have to deal with it. We were taught about constructive criticism. We were taught about work ethic. You were taught it. I was taught it. We all didn't go around shooting everybody up because something happened that we didn't like. We didn't get angry and say, I'm going to go into a classroom or I'm going to go into a shopping mall and start shooting the place up. I remember my grandparents, Cigar Abe and and, uh, and, and Natty Ida brought me back. They went out to Disneyland in, in Hollywood visiting some relatives, and they brought me back a cowboy kit with a cowboy hat and a holster and cap guns. And I had caps in those. Played with them. Played cops and robbers. I wasn't reported to child services. My parents weren't reported to child services. We all got along. I didn't once say, I'm going to get a real gun and I'm going to play cops and robbers and shoot the place up. Never. So this nonsense that this 26-year-old Chris Harper Mercer, who is one in a long list of disturbed men, disturbed boys, disturbed males, going out and not getting their way and shooting and killing has nothing to do with getting guns. It has to do with how they're brought up. And this murderer, this disturbed sicko, Chris Harper Merkser, and a lot of networks are saying, we're not going to tell you his name. We don't want to glorify him. Grow the hell up. I am calling this son of a bitch out. 
because it's important that we learn from this. Not get and demagogue an issue and say it's all guns, but to tell the truth about this issue. Chris Harper Mercer, 26, right in that sweet spot of age, that me generation, that generation saying you're wonderful, you're perfect, you're entitled. Well, as that famous preacher that Obama went to said, the chickens have come home to roost. When you wussify and try to feminize American males and boys, when you tell American males whether it's boys or girls, that they're perfect, they're wonderful, that you're a cha- everyone's a winner, everyone's a champion. When they become entitled and don't know how to deal with life's harsh realities at times, what happens? They snap. They take out their anger against innocence. According to press reports, Christopher Harper Mercer, this... Uh, very deranged murderer, said he was in a bad way. He was depressed. He was sullen. He lamented the fact that he didn't have a girlfriend. He said he had no life. He felt the world was against him. And social media painted a picture of Mercer as a withdrawn young man who spent a lot of time on the Internet. Doesn't know how to have a girlfriend. Gee whiz. It is because we are feminizing boys so they don't know how to ask women. They don't know how to behave around women. Why? Because they are goddamn women. They have become feminized boys. They have become girls. That is fact. This has nothing to do with a gun. We want to solve the problem? Then let's address the fact that the feminist movement has on purpose for the last 40, 50 years attempted with great success to make uh, young boys and young males to feel guilty for having a you-know-what for having testosterone and having an appendage. Feel guilty because men for thousands of years have held down women. What a load of poppycock. And it's about time that someone speaks up. There is no war on women. There is a war on masculization. There is a war on alpha males. And lieutenants, it is about time we rise up and have a war against feminization we have against a war against wussification, a war against wussies. It is about time. There's an interesting article. When I come back for our final concluding segment, I want to share a couple of opinions that Tom Nichols of The Federalist, I saw this article back in July, and how appropriate it is today. And I want to share that with you and share with you how we solve this problem. Because it can be solved, but it's going to take all of us not just men, but women, to rise up and tell these feminists, tell these damn Democrats, tell these women, the Nancy Pelosi's, the Debbie Wasserman Schultz's, to go stick it up their asses. That enough is enough. You want to solve the problem of why these boys are snapping? It's because you're making them into a bunch of goddamn little wussified girls. And that has got to end. The 2015 Alpha 
Pleasure Fest at The Rock is Saturday, November 21st at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Tampa. The Alpha Male Good Life Maneuvers are presented by Davidoff and distilled by Jack Daniels. Your VIP tickets to the Alpha Pleasure Fest include Davidoff Cigars, Jack Daniels Libations, a scrumptious buffet fit for an alpha male, a special gift from Cigar Dave, and so much more. Tickets are on sale now at CigarDave.com. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair? Genius! <laughs> Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers. the pursuit of pleasure. It's the General Cigar Dave. Just opened up my Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale. This is from the Alltech Brewing Company up in Kentucky and sampled this last year. Very interesting beer that was launched in 2006. It is the flagship beer of Alltech Lexington Brewing and Distilling in Kentucky. Unique sipping beer, distinctive nose of a well-crafted bourbon. The Kentucky Ale aged for six weeks in freshly decanted bourbon barrels. 
from some of Kentucky's finest distilleries. Vanilla, flavors of oak imparted into the ale because of those charred barrels, smooth and robust. You can serve this uh, really just in a snifter. It is that good as an after-dinner drink. Let me say cheers. Mm. Wow, you can really get that bourbon, that char, that oakiness on it. Very lovely beer. Now, let me continue here, lieutenants, talking about what this epidemic with these shootings are. You know, we saw that uh, that deranged former news reporter up in Roanoke that assassinated his colleagues, former colleagues. We've seen time after time of these American males going in, upset at the world, angry that they can't get a woman, can't get a date, they don't know how to deal with it, so what do they do? They take a gun and they act out. Now, we act out when we're kids. When we're little kids, we play cops and robbers. We wrestle. We play tag. We wrestle. Whatever. We go out and we are boys. We get that that boy energy out. It is normal. Today, when a boy has ample amounts of normal energy, just like puppies do, they've got ADD. I'll tell you, lieutenants, I would have been diagnosed with ADD, and I still am because I've got a ton of energy. When I was a kid, I had energy. Today, I have energy. I'd be looked at when I today if I was growing, I'd get the principal calling my parents saying he's got too much energy, he's he's just too too much, he's too male, he's too alpha. We got to calm that down. That's exactly what is happening. This article, there's an article in July entitled "The Revenge of the Lost Boys" by Tom Nichols, thefederalist.com. Don't agree with everything he said, but he starts the article off by saying, "What's going on with young American men? Another mass shooting has led to another round of social and political recriminations." Young men, loners, adrift. They seize a vile cause, they attack innocent people. And he goes on to talk about that most of these people that do this are male, they're white, they're almost under 30, the peak of their destructiveness. And talks about the lost boys arise, that it's a battle cry of the narcissist. Dreep frustrations about sex and identity. Narcissistic revenge of angry losers. Just goes on to say that inability to handle real difficulty. Why modern society creates destructive outcomes. I'm going to I'm going to summarize this 9-page article in about 15 seconds. And that is the feminists have made boys to feel guilty about being of the male species. They have wussified boys and the male species. They have made them feel guilty about having energy and they have stripped away what is normal behavior. So what happens? We create social misfits that can't talk to a woman. They don't know how to get a date. They don't know how to deal with reality. Somebody teases them, they blow up. This is nonsense. This is stuff we learn when we're growing up. It's socialization. It's what puppies do, for Christ's sake. This is what boys do. And let's face it, for the last 40 years, boys have been the neglected minority. It is now a majority of females that attend college, that attend graduate school, that are looked at as the smarter of the sexes. Men are just those people that hand over their paychecks. We're the dumb oafs, as depicted on television. Well, if we want to stop this, it has nothing to do with guns. It has to do with the feminists getting their asses, their ugly, incredibly beard-laden faces kicked out of the discussion. It has to do with Americans rising up saying, we need to create boy warriors, little alpha boys, 
boys that wrestle again, boys that play cops and robbers, that if you give a kid a toy gun, all of a sudden you're not going to be accused of perpetuating uh, the, 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 the future of, of the next generation of criminals. This has got to end. Enough is enough. We have to rise up, and we must have a war against wussification. We must create the war on wussification, the war on wussies, the war against male feminization. And it starts right here, right now, lieutenants, because I'm fed up. I'm fed up with Obama and every damn Democrat liberal saying, oh, it's all the guns. No, it's their incredible liberal progressive regressive policies for the last 40 years. Boys have been the outcasts. We see it in schools. The girls are the ones that, are, that excel. They're the ones prodded and pushed, not the boys. They try to be boys, go sit in the corner. Go to the principal's office. You're going to get suspended. Well, screw that. I'm goddamn pissed. And you should be goddamn pissed. And this country should be goddamn pissed. And say enough is enough. It has nothing to do with guns. It's the fact that we have created a nation of wussified males for the last 40 years because of these Democrats, these liberals, these feminists, and these people that are not based in reality. Screw the political correctness. Let us rise up. We are going to rise up in a big way, and we will tell you about it in the next couple of weeks, lieutenants. Enough is enough. I will lead the battle, and we will win. Enough of a wussification. You've had it. I've had it. Let's get and address the real problem, not demagogue an issue with guns. Lieutenants, you can see I got worked up. I cannot help it. I have passion, and that is something that real alpha males have. Cigar Day of the General saying, Mayor Humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ashby extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure. The war on wussification has officially begun. This general will take us to victory. <laughs>